0: on to what we, I wanted to do, which is kind of the com- comparing recordings. Um, what's the form of that movement? It's It is not even sort of binary, it is binary, it is binary, so it's in two, two sections, yeah? Um, starts in D major, the tonic, where does it go to at the end of the first page? The dominant. The dominant, excellent. Okay, well done, Matthew. And then it starts in the dominant on uh, the second half and then moves back to the tonic. Okay. And that's your standard binary form. Okay. It's as simple as that. Um, but in like when you learn binary form in year seven, if you did, um, binary form is kind of like just two sections, A and B, but now we have to talk about the modulations as well. Okay. Um, obviously, we can talk about the, we're going to talk in more depth about like the um, scope for decoration. Every time there's a repeat, okay, um, for the vi- the violinist, and we're, we're going to talk about like the appoggiaturas and things like that, okay. Um, and obviously, do you remember what we talked about? The air meaning? Beat the it is from a. It's from the dance suite, but like, um, go on, Matt. Slow and it's it's slow and lyrical. Good, okay. It's slow and lyrical in contrast to kind of the other dances in this suite, okay. Um, Right at the end of your exam, like this question, the classical question, you always get a compare the two recordings of, um, and it's it's the recordings of exactly the same thing, but they're just really contrasting. So that's what we're going to practice today because there's um, there's homework questions that I'll give you, which are kind of like identify the chord and stuff like that, and you can do that in your own time, but. I don't think we've ever really done this before. So, what you need to do is you need to kind of draw a table. Mine's really rubbish. Um, but you're going to write extract A and extract B. And the categories are dynamics, tempo, ornamentation, pitch, and overall sound of the recording. Because those are the things that they will ask you to talk about. Dynamics, tempo, ornamentation, pitch, dynamics, tempo, ornamentation, pitch, overall sound of recording. And those are the things that they'll ask you to talk about when you're comparing the extracts. And this question, which would go along the lines of something like, compare the two extracts um, and their recordings, please refer to dynamics, tempo, ornamentation, pitch, overall sound of recording. And often, the the number of marks allocated to this kind of question is like six or seven or eight marks so it's quite a lot which is why i want to practice it what we're going to do is we're going to listen to the first half of the air and we're going to call it extract a which is the one that you've just heard but i want you to kind of sort of get used to it and then we're going to listen to the the same thing again but from a different orchestra and a different recording and we're going to call that Extract b okay currently speed dating as an as class sharing ideas so as a result of speed dating we're kind of going to talk about those um answers but basically the question that exercise that you're doing is kind of answering the typical question that you will get at the end of the at the end of the uh, exam or at the end of that question and it's usually got like six marks attached to it and so if you if, if they ask for if they give you one two three four five things and you say kind of two things about each one. Well no, if you said one thing about each one and then two about the other, you get your you collect your six marks. It's it's as crass as that. Tick, tick, tick. Okay. So if you choose not to say something about one of them, then you're kind of slightly limiting yourselves in what um in, in the marks that you get. Does that make sense? So every point you make will be worth a mark if it's correct. Let's talk about the dynamics. Were there any um kind of dynamic differences between the two recordings they might not have been I didn't. they're about the same aren't they you are allowed to say that the dynamics are the same um, gets hold off it's still recording and um, you are allowed to say that the dynamics are the same if you're kind of it says, you know, usually it says comment on the similarities and differences. I want to talk about the differences today, but you are, you can say, well, actually the dynamics are exactly the same. That's fine, okay? Because then you've actually acknowledged that you've realised that you've got to talk about that. Okay. What about the tempo? Gone, Richard. Um, the first one always seems seems sort of like slow pace, but then the second one seems a bit slower. Okay, so give that to me in a summary sentence. Is he? It? But it's moderately slow but moving. So and it's very slow. Yes. Can you now like th- you're you're both right. Richard used the comparative language. If you were to get like a mark out of that and in one sentence, what would you say? I'd say that from my view, B was slower than A. Exactly. B was slower than A, tick. Yeah? So they were both slow, okay, but B was much slower. Okay, um, so slow that we kind of got slightly bored. What about ornamentation? Uh, I said there was a bit more decoration in Extract A. Yes, there was. There was mu- a um, bit more decoration in Extract A. Does anybody... Yeah, go on, Matt. Um, I said there wasn't much interpretation of it in Extract B. Like in- <laughs> Good, okay. Um, that, those are both exactly right. Um, extract A has more decoration and ornamentation, and Extract B is quite... Kind of little, if any, interpretation. Why? Does anybody know why? Go on, yes, Sam. so much bigger orchestra so they have to in? Yes, exactly. So um, I suppose that would go in the overall sound of the recording. Okay, in the um, in the second recording, as Sam has rightly said, um, you've got a whole orc- you've got a much bigger orchestra playing, and in fact, um, not only are the orchestra not only is the orchestra bigger, but can you compare the kind of instrumentation of like the first and the second in, in like what is the difference? There's there's two orchestras, one's bigger than the other. There's one main difference between them. Libby? Um, in A there's only one person. Good. Okay. In A you only have like a solo violin playing that violin one part and I suspect Okay, but the important thing is that in A there's a there's a solo violin and that would go in your overall sound of the recording as well. I suppose. and because there's only one violinist they can do what they like. They can in- interpret away and decorate and ornament away. Did we all kind of get that as a result of our little speed date? Yeah. Um, the most important one, I think, always is what about the pitch? Richard, go on. Extract B so is a semitone higher than A. Yes. You didn't even have to say it by semitone. But Extract B is definitely higher than A. Did we get that? Yeah, I most people thought it one. Okay, let's have a listen. Naughty naughty, you might get done with it, but here we go. Let's have a listen. Do <tries> that's the first note. Do the <tries> It's because you got confused between um because there are more there are more cellos in the second because there are more cellos in the um orchestra in the second one, it feels like it's just lower, but it's not at all. Yes, Matthew. I know I might know the reason why Go on, tell us the reason is, why. It is a semitone high. Go on. Because from the first one I mean played on period instruments, which for some reason are semitone lower Perfect, okay, absolutely perfect. The extract A is played on period instruments. They sound a bit different, don't they? There's no um I don't know, the tone is a bit I'm not saying it's not a warm sound, but it's just kind of like Kind of use faster bows, whereas the second one is a modern orchestra, as as you you would be li- used to listening to. What could what else could you say about the overall sound of the recording? I'm I'm just thinking about the instru- other instrument that is quite predominant in one and maybe not so much in the other. Izzy. Oh, which I think, um, baseline-wise, the harpsichord in the first one being the baseline, and that's not a big. Is it? It is. It's certain. There's there's still cellos, yeah. In the second one, in the first one, the harpsichord is quite prominent, isn't it? And you can hear the dum 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 dum. Okay. Uh, however. It is there. But the harpsichord doesn't actually play the bass line with the cellos, it just it just kind of plays some spread chords, just listen. Oh it does, but it's not as prominent. So that, you know, that is something that you can um, point out because we're talking about the the difference in recording as well. So we're not just talking about like um, the instruments that are being used. We're saying that the harpsichord is very, very prominent in the first extract. Okay, it's almost kind of a a major feature, whereas it's not so much in the second extract. Okay, and that's really, really important as well. Um, Sometimes, I'm not quite sure if it's relevant in this one, but sometimes you can sort of talk about the quality of recording. think there is i don't know those of you who do mu- music tech might be able to say something about the quality of recording but sometimes you get you know like for example black bottom stomp um it's kind of got kind of muffly it's got that shh but that's that's to do with the quality of recording of the time well these are, these have been recorded uh, you know in the 21st century late and. um in the 20th century even and so like you sometimes you can't necessarily say does anybody have anything um, any other results from your speed dating does that does that make sense that's a really important question because as well as kind of identifying things like um the appoggiaturas and the trills that you identified last week the kind of question that you get and like the chords as well and i've got some homework for you on that the kind of question that you get i'm just going to show you here um that will give you for a mock at some point. This this big paragraph here that's empty, the question is, compare the two performances of this music and comment on the similarities and differences between them. You may wish to refer to such aspects as dynamics, tempo, ornamentation, pitch, and the overall sound of each recording. Eight marks. Eight marks. So, as you know you you have to write as much as possible, but it says you may wish to refer well, you'd be foolish not to refer to them because they've to- basically told you to refer to them, and also it stops you saying things like um extract B sounds a bit heavier do you know what I mean and, and, and extract b sounds a bit um or you know if you were thinking about pop music or jazz extract." has got more of a heavy beat which doesn't like stuff like that which I would know what you mean but wouldn't actually score you any marks so it's important that you kind of start to talk about and um, use musical um, and comparative language that's really important okay your homework Woo! okay the sheet is your homework okay it refers to the first bit oh I haven't actually Well, I'll talk about that in a minute okay the first one two three questions Um, explain the first grace note in the first violin part in bar two, okay? You need to give me its name and its function. Now's the time to start trying to put things into your own words. Name the chord at the following points. And when it says, um, bar four, one, um, it means bar four and the first beat. Um, can you change B so it says bar four and the third beat? That's my fault. If you can either do it in like 1, 1B, one or you can actually give the chord name D in its first inversion. That's entirely up to you. Okay. If you think you can relate it to the tonic and call it 1, 1B, one 6, or whatever, that's fine. If not, it's name. Um, so it's A is 4 beat 1, B is 4 beat 3, that's my fault. C is 5 beat 1, and D is 8 beat 1. That's fine. I'm really sorry I didn't provide you with any manuscript paper to write out the viola part in bars seven to eight. If you could possibly trouble yourselves to get a line of manuscript paper and just attach it to that, that would be really good. Um, Write out the viola parts of bars seven to eight in the treble clef. Can you please make sure that you write the key signature, even though you would be given that in an exam? Even though we haven't been through it, can I ask you please to listen to the jig? That's that link is on Spotify and it's on the blog. Um, and then have a go at four, five, and six. I don't think they're too difficult. And then we'll go through the like we'll go through the answers. When I said we'll go through the answers, I still will expect you to have done it. Um, but we will go over the answers and kind of stuff like that because I want to move on to the Mozart like next week as well, actually. So can you? Bring your Mozart scores and your Bach scores, please.